get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Number one source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio. Thank you. 
your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. The hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. Sync up.
existence I was thinking blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
right, all right. Going on, peace, peace, y'all. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L, and it is my pleasure to welcome you, you know, to another another show of the Foundation. This is the Foundation, as you know, and we are high frequency. But we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we are always looking to correctly apply that correct information at all times. I want to start off as we always do by saying all thanks, honors, praises due to the creator and the ancestor. I want to say peace, big up, shout out to my big brother, you know, Yusuf L, the uncle of the conscious community. High Frequency Radio Network creator, you know, SPC University, PrivateSideSolutions.com. If you're looking to do your SPC secure party, you know, I mean, it's a spectacular, amazing, it's marvelous. It's, it's marvelous. That's all I can say. There's marvelousness happening over there. So make sure you check it out. Also, make sure you check out Welcome to the Foundation.com. It's uh it's luxurious over there. Make sure you sign up for the email list. You know, it's exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Get that exclusivity. Exclusive content and exclusive offers only for email subscribers. Also, welcome to the foundation.com. Check out that PDF section. Free information, free documents, free dancing. Just, you know, free dance. Free free dance floor. Free dance floor dance partner document is your dance partner. Grab and go. Do your dance. And if you so choose, make sure you check out that education section. We got that foundation trust primer over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly you know we talk about trust quite a bit you know here at the foundation because trust is you know the foundation of realistic dynastic wealth <clears throat> in most cases in, in all cases that I've seen so there's a lot of confusion with regards to what trust there's over 80 different types of trust what type of trust are you talking about so L what's happening I'm confused. Well, you know, you want to start out with that Foundation Trust Primer. Get to that welcome to the foundation.com in the education section. Then you can move on if you like. You know, you got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Supreme Court Citations, Black's um, Law Dictionary, uh, Terminology, Citations, Definitions. Got American jurisprudence. I mean, we got you know a lot of a lot of different you know citations of authority as well as more information with regards to that trust series. You know, most people start with the first one and then they move on to the second one and then they get the third one. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. And then finally, you know, we got the foundation passport, no social. Brother Chris L came through. You know, showed you how to get the passport. Part one. That's the Passport No Social Part 1 shows you how to get it. Passport No Social Part 2 shows you how to use it. 
It's a great resource. It's wonderful. It's not for everyone. Not everyone's looking for that. If you are, though, you know, it's this, this thing, you know, we've had success. Everyone that's done it and gone through the order of operations has been met with success. So, you know, if, if, that's, if that's your cup of tea, you know, if that's your cup of tree, your cup of, cup of tea, your 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 blunt of tree. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was thinking blunt of tree. My bad. Also, <laughs> welcome to the foundation.com. If you're into you know social media and stuff, you can find the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter page, all them social media dances. You can also book a consultation as well as just make a donation if you're feeling the dance. You know, appreciate what we're doing over here. All at the same spot. That is, welcome to thefoundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, as I always do, all the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners, as well as all the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, however you're doing it. I appreciate it. Because that's that dance, that's, that's that dance, that's that love, you know? I also want to say peace to all the trustees here in private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as all those investing in their private education. We're getting close to that new that new session of trustee training, probably about a week or so, you know. I know a lot of um, a lot of the newer trustees are looking forward to that, you know. But I always want to say peace to those who are, you know, investing in their private education. Otherwise, you know, it's not the only, not the only rodeo, rodeo show in town. You know. Finally, I want to say peace to everyone that we've done business with in the private, private. Anyone, anyone sending well wishes, emails, comments, or current events. Just want to say peace to you and peace to anyone who's otherwise. Added to the foundation, however you have had one of the foundation listeners, one of you know uh, one of the one of the regulars, one of the OGs, you know, donated some silver to the foundation. You know, so shout out, shout out to you, brother, for donating that silver. I know it was a while back. It was a while back, but. Uh, it was it was it was still appreciated. The foundation appreciated that. So we got popping. How y'all doing? Y'all having a great, you know, a, a relatively one wonderful Virgo Nation, huh? How y'all doing in Virgo Nation? Y'all y'all cool? Hopefully y'all cool. You know, I know you know the, the time of the Virgo could be be difficult for some, but you know I trust you're handling handling your business, your bi. But uh, let's do this dance. Today we got five necessary aspects of a business trust. Five absolute necessary aspects of a business trust. I don't care what anyone tells you. I don't care how smooth talking they are. I don't care if they got a Rolex on their watch. I don't care what kind of shoes they're rocking. I don't care what kind of outfit they have. You know, if they got gold in their teeth. I don't care what they're driving. Doesn't matter. If the, any of these five necessary aspects are missing, you should walk away. I would do that dance with that, that, that moves around, you know. That's what I would do. Got a lot of slick talking, you know, actors. How about I call it that? Actors. You know, out here in this conscious community. And I want to just make it clear, you know. And, you know, hey, hey, let me just be honest. Be honest. 
be a little honest. I feel like, you know, last few years, you know, it's been kind of quiet with the gurus. I'm just going to keep it real. It's been kind of quiet. I don't know if that had anything to do with me. You know, I'm just going to say, you know, I'm just going to be humble and be like, probably not. But, you know, hey, last few years, gurus have been pretty quiet. But, hey, that, you know, doesn't mean they're non-existent. So I want to just make sure y'all know, you know, five necessary aspects of a business trust. And, of course, most people get their 9-8 number, their business trust property, and think that's the end-all, be-all of their estate. No, 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 don't miss out. There's a family trust. There's an asset trust. These things and more we learn in trustee training. If you're interested, you've got any questions, email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. We'll get back at you in two shakes. You know what I'm saying? Two shakes. Make them strawberry. Make them strawberry shakes. Let's get into these uh, current events. How about that? You want to do it? Let's do it. So, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. You know, my character. I apologize because, you know, I like to enjoy myself. <clears throat> I really do. But, there are times to get serious. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this is not one of them. No, I'm just playing. This is one of them. This is one of those times where it's kind of got time to get serious. Now, I'm taking this seriously because there's some people around me who are kind of taking this seriously. Now, <clears throat> I couldn't get a hold of my guy, you know, who is the, you know, the ex-Army intelligence officer. Couldn't get a hold of him in time for the show, but... Uh, I'm almost positive that he would have something to say about this right here. So this is something that I'm watching when, when it comes to, you know, global events, global monetary happenings. This is someone watching, you know, and this is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Not anything where I'm saying, hey, this, you know, something's going to pop off. Uh, this is this is it. Get ready. It's it's uh, you know I'm I'm not going to say that it is anything like that, but I'm also not going to say that it's not. It, anything can happen. You know things can materialize and you know rematerialize and then dematerialize and you know there's there's a lot of things that can that can transpire in a few days in a few hours in a few weeks, but. You know, there's there's some go- there's some going on with China. All right, now um, Forbes Forbes.com China's 18 trillion dollar ticking time bomb, right? Debt. Debt. So what do we got here? I don't want to read this whole article because it's very long. But bottom line is is China has a lot of debt, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. Corporate debt is due. Um, a lot of corporate debt is coming due. There's 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 just a lot of stuff going on. But <clears throat> this was back in May, May today, today. China yuan swaps soar, right? So the, the, the swaps for the China yuan were soaring. Things are getting weird. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And this is, this is happening now. This is happening today. It's happening yesterday, late last night. 
things of that nature. There's this default that could lead to a liquidity crisis. So the there's an upcoming default of Evergrande, which after the company's hiring of bankruptcy advisors is just a matter of days. It's it's starting to emerge. Now we're talking we're talking a lot of money and um it, it it could it could echo into you know the the rest of the Chinese market. It could echo into the rest of the financial. It could even echo into the entire world markets. So this is something that's being watched. Um, Bloomberg Evergrande stock traders are facing increasing liquidity risk. That people are trying to dump the stock. This 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 is something that could go real serious, and it looks like it's going to go serious. So it's you know ever. Grand or Evergrande, if you want to look into it, I'm, I'm still watching this stuff. All right. So, you know, that's what I'm going to say about that. I don't, you know, hey. Yahoo Entertainment, by way of Reuters.com, is just being, they, they're being stingy with their news, man. They're being stingy, man. Fed mandates, poke pokes for all employees. And remember when I said, what was that, back in, was that back in January? Hold on, hold on, because I can check. I got my book. I think it was back in January where I was discussing, we did a show, um, whether or not there would be mandated poke pokes. And I think, um, you know, I think it was kind of maybe ahead of, ahead of its time. If I do say so, <laughs> if I do say so myself, but uh, I, I I was always thinking and saying that it would be through it would be through your job, it would be through your employer. Somehow, some way, it would be the employer that's mandating it. You know, mandated mandated poke pokes is what it was about. Okay, man, do I give up? I think I give up. I look another time, but United States Federal Reserve. Washington and regional Fed banks will now require all of their nearly 23,000 employees to be poked poked. The Philadelphia Fed informed its staff of the new mandate in a memo today, making it the last of the 12 regional Fed banks to make the poke poke a requirement of employment. The Fed board in Washington will also require its employees to be fully poked poked by November 30th, the spokesperson for the U.S. Central Bank told Reuters today the regional Fed banks, New York, Boston, St. Louis, San Francisco, Chicago, Richmond, Cleveland, Dallas, Atlanta, and Kansas City all separately told their employees last month they would be subject to a poke poke mandate. The Minneapolis Fed was the first to make such a requirement all the way back in July. Compliance deadlines at the banks are set for as soon as October 1st and and as late as November 30th in the case of the Philadelphia Fed. All told, the 12 banks employ close to 20,000 people. The Fed board employs about 2,900 people. The requirement is necessary to protect Workforce health and, quote, ensure we're able to serve the needs 
hearts of our constituents and do our part to combat the spread of the blah blah which is kicking and the formation of new uh, new variants within the communities we serve this is a Dallas I'm sorry end quote a Dallas Fed spokesman told Reuters the Philadelphia Fed said the mandate President Joe Biden announced last week will require all U.S. businesses with 100 or more employees to ensure their staff are poke poked or produce a negative poke poke test. Each week, Goldman Sachs economists estimate the new rule would likely affect about 25 million unpoke poke workers and deliver a modest bump to economic growth, of course. Who's paying for those poke poke tests? Financial posts. Biden lists Disney and Microsoft CEOs in push for poke poke mandates. This dude is on a tour. U.S. President Joe Biden met today with U.S. CEOs and other top business leaders as he pushes companies to require workers to be poke poked amid a surge of infections. Participants in the meeting included chief executives of Walt Disney Company, Microsoft Corporation, and Walgreens. Biden last week announced mandates for nearly all federal employees, federal contact contractors, and larger companies as the member, uh, sorry, as the number of U.S. infections continued to rise, hospital beds in some parts of the country filled up and mask requirements returned after months of trying to persuade Americans to get free poke pokes. The White House is pushing state and local governments, companies, and schools to adopt mandates requiring them instead. Very interesting for me. Uh, what we got here? Upcoming world news opinion. Can America afford to become a major social welfare state and the reconciliation package now being debated in Washington President Biden and many congressional Democrats aim to expand the size and scope of government substantially Americans should be wary of their plans not only because of the sizable budgetary costs but also because of the broader risks to the economic the economic prosperity the details of the ambitious Three and a half trillion dollars social spending bill are still being discussed, so it is unclear what it will end up including. In many in many ways, it seems like a grab bag for initiatives assembled from the progressive wish list, and it may be bigger than it sounds. Reports suggested that some provisions will arbitrarily lapse before the end of the ten-year budget window to reduce the bill's ostensible size. Even though lawmakers hope to extend those policies at a later date, people of all ages are in line to get something government-funded pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, expanded child child credits for families with children, two years of tuition-free community college, increased Pell Grants for other college students, enhanced health insurance subsidies, paid family and medical leave, and expansions in Medicare for older Americans. A recent Times headline aptly described the plan's coverage as cradle to grave. If there's a common theme, it is that when you need a helping hand, the government will be there for you. It aims 
to assist people who are struggling in our rough and tumble market economy. On its face, that instinct doesn't sound bad. Many Western European nations have more generous social safety nets than the United States. The Biden plan takes a big step in that direction. Can the United States afford to embrace a larger welfare state from a narrow budgetary standpoint? The answer is yes. Crazy, but the policy also raises larger questions about American values and aspirations and about what kind of nation we want to be. The Biden administration has promised to pay for the entire plan with higher taxes on corporations and the very wealthy, but there's a good reason to doubt that claim. Budget experts such as Maya McGinnis, president of the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, are skeptical that the government can raise enough tax revenue from the wealthy to finance Mr. Biden's ambitious agenda. The United States could do what Western Europe does, impose higher taxes on everyone. Be careful, because this is what's coming. Most countries use a value-added tax, or VAT, a form of a national sales tax, to raise a lot of revenue efficiently. If Americans really want larger government, we will have to pay for it, and a VAT could be the best way. The costs of an expanded welfare state, however, extend beyond those reported in the budget, but also broader economic effects. Um, goes on to say, Arthur Okun, the former economic advisor to President Lyndon Johnson, addressed this timeless issue in his 1975 book, Equality and efficiency, the big trade off. According to Mr. Oaken, Okun, uh, policymakers want to maximize the economic pie while slicing it equally. But these goals often conflict as policymakers attempt to rectify the market's outcome by equalizing the slices. The pie tends to shrink. Mr. Oaken explains the trade off with a metaphor. Providing a social safety net is like using a leaky bucket to redistribute water among people with different amounts. While bringing water to the thirstiest may be noble, it is also costly as some water is lost <laughs> in transit. Isn't that crazy? In the real world, this leakage occurs because higher taxes distort incentives and impede economic growth. And those taxes aren't just the explicit ones that finance benefits such as public education or health care, they also include implicit taxes baked into the benefits themselves. If these benefits decline when your income rises, people are discouraged from working. This implicit tax distorts I'm sorry, incentives just as explicit taxes do. That doesn't mean there is no point in trying to help those in need, but it does require being mindful of downsides of doing so. Which brings us back to Western Europe. Compared with the United States, GDP per person in 2019 was 14% in Lower Germany, 24% lower in France, and 26% lower in the UK. Economists disagree about why European nations are less prosperous than the United States, but a leading hypothesis advanced by Edward Prescott, a Nobel laureate in 2003, is that Europeans work less than Americans because they face higher taxes to finance a more generous social safety net. In other words, most European nations use that leaky bucket more than the United States does and experience greater leakage, resulting in lower incomes. By aiming for more compassionate economies, they have created less prosperous ones. Americans should be careful to avoid that fate. 
Now, I don't really get into policy too much, but I do want to bring to the forefront what is being proposed and what is possibly, you know, going to be around the corner for a lot of people that really, either by lack of knowledge, lack of, of ability, or lack of opportunity, are going to be caught up in this, you know, this transition that we're, we're coming up into and that we're already into. So, um, I think it's I think it's important to understand, you know, um, as America, or more specifically, as the United States moves more and more into being a socialist country, and like maybe controversial, it's 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 important to understand that and understand how to combat the negatives that come along with that. Moving forward. Reuters.com, fading retail demand for U.S. stocks could hit the S&P 500. And basically, that's the headline. Retail investors' appetite for U.S. stocks has fallen in the past week. Data from Vonda Research showed today increasing the odds for a broader broader sell-off in the S&P 500 at a time when it's already about 2% off its record. Now, The, the the stock market around this time of year is is always uh or not I can't say always but you know the stock market around this year y'all is typically and generally going to be trading lower lower um it's just it's just how it works. And the the reason the reason for that is uh Yom Kippur. Uh, the Jewish holiday, Yom Kippur. Well Rosh Rosh Hashanah to be specific. <clears throat> now I'm not gonna get into it, but you know, uh, there's a lot of trading done by Jewish people, you know, and you know, they, there's there's a Jewish holiday where you know most traders sell the majority of their, or if not all of their portfolios off, and then start buying back on another day. So you know, sell on Rosh Hashanah and buy on Yom Kippur is this, you know, this little. And if you're interested, I want you to look into that. If you think if you think I'm full of crap, go ahead, man. Now, CNN is not going to tell you that. Reuters isn't going to tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. And they'll be like, oh, fading retail demand for U.S. stocks could hit the S&P 5. It's going to hit. It already did. And, you know, there may be some more things that add into that. There may be, you know, uh, a double quadruple witching day or, or some sort of witching day. Y'all should look into witching days and what those are in the stock market. Either way, I'm moving on. China's factories, retailers stumble on disruptions. China's factory and retail sectors faltered in August with output and sales growth hitting one-year lows as fresh outbreaks and supply disruptions threatened country's impressive economic recovery. So I want y'all to be on the lookout. You're going to see some shortages. I would say y'all should probably, if you're going to do some holiday shopping, do it now. Start doing it now. Get it done. There's going to be shortages this year. Uh, I don't know on what, and uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I my opinion is going to be shortages this year, especially on electronics. Especially on electronics. You know, I think Apple they have a good supply chain uh, control. I think they may be cool. You, you're probably going to be able to get your your i your Apple devices mostly. But uh, you know, other things. He, 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 you know, China makes a lot of things. So you know, industrial production rose. 5.3% in August from a year earlier, narrowing from an increase in 6.4% in July and marking the weakest pace since July 2020. Consumer spending also took a big hit from rising local cases and floods with sales rising only 2.5% in August from a year ago, much lower than the forecast 7% even. Quote, economic growth slowed in August as consumption was hit by a lingering impact of earlier outbreaks and investment remained weak. Meanwhile, a new outbreak, which started a few days ago in Fujian, is posing downside risk to our forecast of a pickup in growth in Q4 after the weak Q3. The world's world's second largest (laughs) economy has made a Remarkably, is that what is that what? Remarkably, remarkably, my bad. Strong revival from last year's slump, but momentum has slowed over the past few months due to supply chain bottlenecks, semiconductor shortages, curbs on high polluting industries, and a crackdown on property investment, and also a crackdown on Bitcoin mining. I'm just going to say it. I said it. Reuters, UK inflation posts record jump to hit nine-year peak in August. It's not just the United States. London, Reuters, Britain's inflation rate hit its highest in almost a decade. 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 A decade. Decade. I'm going to call it decade for the rest of Y'all ready? Decade. Almost an entire decade last month after a record jump that was largely fueled by a rebound in restaurant prices, which were artificially pushed down a year ago by government subsidies. Consumer prices in August rose by 3.2% year-on-year, the highest annual inflation rate in over a decade, man. This is the Office for National Statistics. Statistician Statistician. How do you say this word? Statistician? Statistician? <laughs> Says one of the one-off effect of the government's eat out to help out scheme, which briefly offered diners a discount on meals to help a sector hit by the panorama would vanish from the next month's data. But the Bank of England is still braced for later in this year for the inflation to hit 4% due to higher energy, price, energy prices. And panorama bottlenecks which it expects will fade over the course of 2022 quote much of this was driven by the heavy discounts offered sure this is their explanation do i believe them i don't think so it's been a decided since it's been like this let's move forward (laughs) cnn business i'm sorry y'all i'm clowning if y'all don't like it that's i apologize i deeply do i deeply apologize CNN business, car, price, car prices are about to soar again. I'm sorry. 
I didn't do it. I'm just reporting. Just when car prices looked like they were edging down from their record highs, they're heading skyward again. You can blame the hurricane. Ida caused widespread flooding from Louisiana, where it came ashore as a hurricane on August 29th. The heavily populated Northeast, where its remnants hit hard a few days later, it killed at least 86 people, and its floodwaters destroyed hundreds of thousands of cars, including many that were on car dealer lots, by the way. If you see a car that's just too good of a deal, it probably is. It's probably been water damaged. They let them dry out, and then they go sell them in states that didn't have any flooding. So most people are none the wiser. I'm the wiser. Big problems for thousands of people who lost their vehicles. Battered as the hurricane battered the Gulf Coast before storming to the northeast. The storms couldn't have hit at the worst time. It's all bad. Historical high car prices, new and used, soared in the face of strong demand and tight inventories this summer caused by a dearth of computer chips and other spare parts which limited production. The shortage was further exacerbated by rental companies selling off a third of their fleets during the early months of the panorama when travel ground to near halt. Those companies normally are major source of used car supply. Soaring car prices have been a major factor behind the overall rise in the cost of living as measured by the Consumer Price Index, the key nation's inflation gauge. Excuse the pun, but it's the perfect storm situation. There's never been something like this before. We definitely see used car and vehicle prices pick up for two to three months after a storm, but that's when there's a heavily le- heavy a healthy level of inventory. This is uncharted territory. End quote. That's David Paris, senior manager of the Market Insights for JD Power, or as someone. With, uh, you know, a little less stable mind would say J.D. Power. <laughs> CNBC, dollar falters after U.S. inflation rise eases, say Haven Yen and the Funk, the Swiss Funk. The dollar fell against major currencies after data showed a less than expected rise in U.S. inflation last month, creating uncertainty about the timing of the Federal Reserve's tapering of asset purchases. The Fed will hold a two-day monetary policy meeting next week with investors keen to find out whether a tapering tapering announcement will be made moving forward. CNBC gold climbs as U.S. inflation miss clouds Fed taper bets. Isn't that weird? Special alert for all of y'all. All y'all iPhone users, if you haven't heard already, you need to update your software. Apple issues urgent iPhone software update to address critical spyware vulnerability. You're being spied on. Your phone has you. Apple has updated the software for iPhones to address a critical vulnerability that independent researchers say has been exploited by notorious surveillance software spy on some activists. Researchers from the University of Toronto's Citizen Lab said the software exploit has been in use since February and has been used to deploy Pegasus, the spyware made by the Israeli firm NSO Group that has allegedly been used to surveil journalists and human rights advocates 
in multiple countries. The urgent update that Apple released plugs a hole in the iMessage software that allowed hackers to infiltrate a user's phone out the user clicking on any links. According to Citizen Lab, the Saudi activist chose to remain anonymous, Citizen Lab said. Apple credited Citizen Lab researchers for finding the vulnerability. Think about it. These fools make stuff and don't they trying to act like they didn't know? Did you know? I think you 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 knew. You quote, attacks like the ones described are highly sophisticated, cost millions of dollars to develop, often have a short shelf life and are used to target specific individuals. End quote. This is Ivan Kristik, head of Apple Security Engineering and Architecture. Kristik said Apple rapidly addressed the issue with the software fix and that the vulnerability is not a threat to the overwhelming majority of our users, he said. Still, security experts encourage users to update their mobile devices for protection. Otherwise, you might be getting the spyware from a text message that you didn't even look at, player. CNBC, GM is advising some bolt electric vehicle owners to park 50 feet away from other cars in case of fire. Say what? General Motors is advising some Chevrolet Bolt owners to not park their electric cars within 50 feet of other vehicles to reduce the risk of a potential fire spreading to nearby cars and trucks. The warning Follows the Detroit automaker recalling more than 140,000 of the vehicles produced since 2016 due to the risk of batteries spontaneously catching fire from, quote, too rare manufacturing defects, end quote. GM has confirmed fires in at least 12 vehicles, but more continue to be reported. At least one of the recalled vehicles reportedly caught fire and spread to a Maserati and another Hyundai in Sacramento, California. The parking advice is being given to customers that call into the company's call center about parking their recall vehicles in parking lots or structures. That's different from previous warnings involving parking the vehicle outside, not charging it unattended overnight, and changing the car's charging settings that were issued to all owners. Quote, in an effort to reduce potential damage to structures in nearby vehicles in the rare event of a potential fire, we recommend parking on the top floor of an open-air deck parking lot and Park 50 feet or more away from any other vehicle. End quote. This is Flores. In an email, the updated parking guidance was first reported by Bloomberg. So, y'all, if y'all got this vehicle, you got to park all the way on the top. Can't be nothing above you. Y'all park 50 feet away. Everybody in New York, good luck. You, got, you live in a, in a very densely populated city. Good luck with that. The recall is expected to cost $1.8 billion, some of which the company plans to get from its battery supplier. LG Chem or LG Chemical, which produced the defective batteries in South Korea and Michigan. Dang, Michigan always getting a bad rap. Detroit GM <laughs> has said it is working with LG to rectify the issues and increase production of the new modules for the potentially defective battery packs. It will notify customers when replacements are ready in the meantime. Y'all need to buy some some, some fire extinguishers. Got to park at the top of open structures. You got to park away 50. How, how, how far away is 50 feet? Can Visually, like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm, 
you know, when I think of feet, I just think of myself laying down a bunch of times and how, you know, just keep adding because I know how tall I am, you know. Do you do that? Am I weird? I might be weird. CNBC PepsiCo targets early 2022 to roll out products from joint venture with Beyond Meat. What? So is there going to be meat in the Pepsi? Like chunks of it? <laughs> I'm just playing. That's gross. I almost threw up a little, man. <laughs> my, my fault for clowning like that, y'all. I, I was... That was... uh. What's the word for that? That was irresponsible. <laughs> PepsiCo is hoping to release new plant-based snacks and drinks made through its joint venture with Beyond Meat by early 2022. This is only the beginning of what I think is going to be game-changing. Pepsi CEO Ramon LaGuarta told CNBC Sarah Eisen, Pepsi and Beyond announced the joint venture called the Planet Partnership. The partnership gives Beyond a relative newcomer to the food world a chance to leverage Pepsi's production and marketing expertise for new products. For its part, Pepsi can deepen its investment in plant-based categories. Sounds like it's being heavily pushed. This is a, a joint venture to push these products quickly down your throat. <laughs> I don't trust it. Do y'all eat the plant-based uh, meats? Huh? Do you? Y'all like it? Huh? The lab meat? Y'all eat the lab meat? The the grown meat? Grow it? How, how do they grow? They grow it on a plant? Got, so you got like a stem and you got leaves and you got plant meat growing. <laughs> I'm done. Let me, let me quit. <laughs> alright, alright. Alright. While working with one of the top creators of meat substitutes, Pepsi can deepen its investment in plant-based categories. It also helps Pepsi work toward its sustainability and health goals for its portfolio. Earlier, on, earlier today, Pepsi announced a new initiative called Pep Plus that is meant to change the company's operations with sustainability as a focal point. The food and beverage giant's goals include slashing its plastic use. What are they going to use? Watch them use boxes or something. They're going to come in with... You remember them boxes of milk back in the day when you was in school and stuff? Imagine getting like them boxes, like 16-ounce box of Pepsi, man. I hope not. I don't care. I don't drink Pepsi. Uh, accelerating plans to reduce sodium and added sugars in its product and spreading regenerative agricultural practices. Pepsi also said it's incorporating more diverse ingredients, particularly chickpeas, plant-based proteins, and whole grains, which could make their way into Pepsi's potato chip portfolio. I don't know what you think. Beyond Meat and Pepsi, the don't drink a Pepsi, you got Beyond Meat chunks in your Pepsi. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I had to do it one more time. CNN Business first. Moody's is spending $250 million to measure the risk of America's biggest companies getting hacked. I think this is a big deal. I think this um, I think this is something worth mentioning. That's why it's in current events. But uh, Moody's is spending hundreds of millions of dollars to better evaluate the cybersecurity risks 
that face America's largest corporations. Now, Moody's, they, you know, they, they measure credit worthiness of companies and so on and so forth. And whether or not a company can be hacked and its entire operations having to be ground to a halt these days definitely can affect credit. If you think about it, it makes sense, right? The announcement from the company whose credit ratings can influence global markets comes as Biden administration officials are urging major firms to be more transparent about the security of their software. Several high-profile supply chain hacks and ransomware attacks have rattled businesses and other organizations over the past year, costing companies millions of dollars in compromising their operations. To better assess the risks that ransomware and other digital threats pose to Fortune 500 firms and government agencies, Moody's is investing in $250 million in BitSite, which uses an algorithm to assess the likelihood that an organization will be breached. Moody's shared the news first with CNN Business, but who cares? It's something that this company is paying a lot of money to understand, and I think it's something that we should look into as well. And finally, artificial intelligence can now write its own computer code. That's good news for humans. Are you telling me? Are you is this is this a suggestive piece? Is this an informative piece? I think it's a suggestive. Uh, bottom line. Here we go. As uh, Tom Smith, nice name guy, got his hands on Codex, a new artificial intelligence technology that writes its own computer programs. He gave it a job interview. He asked if it could tackle the coding challenges that programmers often face when interviewing for big money jobs at Silicon Valley companies like Google and Facebook. Could it write a program that replaces all the spaces in a sentence with dashes? Even better, could it write one that identifies invalid zip codes? It did both instantly before completing several several other tasks. Quote, these are problems that would be tough for a lot of humans to solve, myself included, and it would type out the response in two seconds, end quote, said Smith, a seasoned programmer who oversees an AI startup called Gato or Gato Images. Quote, it was spooky to watch, end quote. Codex seemed like a technology that would soon replace human workers as Smith continued, continued testing the system. He realized that its skills extended well beyond a knack for answering canned interview questions. It could even translate from one programming language to another. Yet after several weeks working with his new technology, Smith believes it poses no threat to professional coders. (laughs) Sure. In fact, like many other experts, he sees it as a tool that will end up boosting human productivity. It may even help a whole new generation of people learn the art of computers by showing them how to write simple pieces of code, almost like a personal tutor. Bob Lime, got artificial intelligence is writing computer code, which I find to be concerning, concerning to say the least. Why, you ask? Well, it's simple. If computers can write their own code and write their own programs, how far are they away from, you know, taking over a factory? Uh, you know, a computer AI factory, retooling the factory, and 
writing its own code for its own robot babies, man. I know I'm kind of clowning. I'm halfway clowning, halfway telling the truth, you know. But it's something to think about. Either way, that's it for current events. Appreciate y'all, you know, sticking around. So, <clears throat> welcome to the foundation. Let me, let me adjust my microphone. Let me sip on my beverage real quick, y'all. Ah, uh, yeah, you're. You ever have the? <clears throat> never mind. So, the foundation, five necessary aspects of a business trust. You know, I uh, <clears throat> I decided that you know, let's 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 kind of engage with y'all. I want to engage with the audience, and how I do that, you know, how I do that typically is, you know, I do shows such as this where I say, you know, I'm going to go over these five necessary aspects of a business trust, but these five necessary aspects of a business trust I am getting from a document. It's a document, it's a PDF document that I have no problem sending to you for free. You just have to email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com just put show document uh, what's today the 15th show document 915 and I got you I got you I'm going to email it to you for free not for the fee for the free and uh, you know you can luxuriously do your dance you know with that being said let's jump into it now I speak on trust a lot. I wax lyrical, wax poetic. I guess it depends on what region you're from, whatever, how that's said. I like both. I speak on the the importance of a private estate, you know, your business trust, asset trust, family trust, minimum. I um I discuss a lot of ways, the distinctions between the trust that we utilize here in the private as we transition to the private versus those that are created by statutory authority. Now, I want to be clear. Statutory law binds the procedural structure and creates entities that arise out of privileges derived only from the state. You have federal, state, and local statutory and regulatory authority is created by corporate or state legislative mandate. Statutory or the charter of a municipality to regulate the government and to create the guidelines for the government's limitations with regard to the protected civil rights 
of private citizens. And that's probably as succinctly as I can put it. Not only the procedural structure, but the the stru- the procedure on how these entities are created. Big no-no. We stay away from these dances. Now, why? Because within the United States Constitution, the authority for Congress to create statutory and regulatory laws is technically authorized under Article 1, Section 8. This authority is limited to implementing the delegated powers listed in Article 1, regulating elected or appointed officials, administrative agencies, courts, and the military. The courts have ruled that entities created under the jurisdiction of statutes or regulations, such as corporations, associations, statutory trusts, such as revocable inter vivos living trusts, sole proprietor businesses, sole proprietorships, partnerships, etc., they do not have common law rights, such as the individual. Statutory law entities are creatures of the state and owe their existence and charter power to the state. A state-chartered or sanctioned entity can make no contracts not authorized by its charter license. These statutory chartered entities are presumed to have been created for the benefit of the public, not for private enterprise. Most people today feel that or act as if they must ask the state, county, or city, or the IRS, their attorneys, some accountant, a doctor, a religious leader, their mama, that one uncle that did that one thing that one time, what they should do with their private and personal affairs. Most people are scared to death to make decisions. It seems consciously or unconsciously, many people believe they need to get permission from an external authority for practically everything they are doing, going to do. President, what was it? Jefferson, if a nation expects to be ignorant and free, it expects what never was and never will be. Now, in distinction, the traditional probate avoidance revocable inter vivos living trust is a perfect example of a statutory law creation of the state. It is called a living trust because someone's life is connected to or associated with the creation and termination of the trust. The entire lifespan of a living trust is linked to the creator who can gift real or personal property to the trust by a written agreement whose structure and content is governed by the state. While the grantor is live, all that they put into the living trust is a gift in the matter of ownership is clear and concise, thus avoiding the antiquated probate system. However, living trusts cannot operate businesses. They are strictly a vehicle for transferring an estate from one generation to another. Upon the death of the creators, these statutory law trusts 
avoid probate fees and time delays, but they do not eliminate capital gains taxes, estate or death taxes, generation skipping taxes, appraisal fees, challenges in court, governmental controls, lawsuits, creditors, creditor litigation, etc. They also die with the death of the creator or are allowed to die a slow death by the state. Living trusts are also usually revocable by their creator, which allows him to take back the property at will, to amend, revoke, or terminate the trust arrangement, and therefore allows others through legal procedures to do the same. The statutory law trust arrangements have specific internal revenue code that pertains to their taxation, and therefore the assets are even accessible to them. The survival of your estate, personal and or business, is dependent solely upon fact, not uninformed, incomplete, and incompetent advice disguised as fact. Fear is the single deadliest enemy of everyone and the greatest ally of the ignorant professional and or neighborhood know-it-all, lawyer and or accountant or guru until you demand a complete accounting of the evidence that will support someone's advice All that you have worked for or ever intend to acquire will continually be exposed to real. Readied enemies about to lunge at your stuff and straight sponge. Not imagined. Asset threatening predators. Bottom line, allowing irresponsible opinions to influence any decision could mean that you have volunteered to become a potentially unwitting victim. Always demand all the facts before making a decision of this nature. Common law trusts are really not trusts. They are most commonly referred to as Massachusetts business trusts, but is also known as either a contractual business organization, CBO, an Illinois land trust, an unincorporated business organization, a business trust organization, a common law trust, a peer or equity trust, a blind trust, or an express trust also known as a contractual company, but they are not trusts. Inclusive phrase to describe the type of business organization detailed, is to call it a pure or true, unassociated, non-equitable, Massachusetts Common Law Business Trust Contractual Organization. A common law contract in, t- in trust form. And I want you all to remember that. A common law contract in trust form. Period. Now, what is a business trust? A business trust is a powerful entity by which individuals may combine their resources to operate a business for profit. A business trust is created when one or more Individuals convey, transfer, exchange, legal title to assets to the trustees. The trustees have vested power to manage and control all assets to which the title was conveyed, transferred, exchanged, and to pay the profits of the enterprise to the persons who hold beneficial interest in the trust. Most attorneys will readily admit that they were never taught the mechanics of 1041 complex trusts they're in their average three years in law school west publishing company a major law book publisher who presently publishes about 60 volumes 
of Horn Books provides less than one volume to the subject of trust law. Likewise, the Corpus Juris Secundum, which contains approximately 130 volumes encompassing all major subjects considered important to American attorneys, dedicates less than one volume to trusts. And the primary subject matter discussed in that volume is the statutory inter vivos revocable family living trust variety. Now, I have the entire volume of Corpus Juris Secundum, and there is a volume on trusts and a volume on business trusts. And it is over 100 books, and they're not small books. Modern cases support the view that a business trust is an unincorporated business organization created by an instrument by which property is to be held by managed I'm sorry, and managed by trustees for the benefit of a prof- benefit and profit of such persons as may be or become the holders of transferable certificates evidencing the beneficial interest in the trust estate. Now, one of the biggest differences between a family trust and a business trust, and this is just me digressing, is that with a business trust, the certificates, the trust capital units, whatever they're called, they're transferable. You can transfer them most of the times unless it's restricted within the instrument itself and therefore within the contract that you know investors sign before they exchange or you know invest assets into the trust. Generally, the certificates are exchangeable, whereas in the family trust, you can't exchange a beneficiary certificate. The beneficiary certificate is very specific and implicit. It names a specific beneficiary and heir of the family lineage. And it is for that specific heir, and that is it. So, you know, trust administration, there are are different nuances to it. We are specifically on a business trust, but I did... Want to point that out? Really, I really did. Real quick, blah blah. Um, where I, where I want it? Let, let me get, let's get into the five, man. You know, hey, let's get, in, hey, let's just do it first. Five, five, um, five necessary aspects of a business trust. First, a business trust must be a non-grantor trust formed under the common law and constitutional right of contract. It's a non-grantor trust. So can I be the grantor and the trustee? No, you cannot. Why? Because it looks too much like a grantor trust. That's what living trusts look like. The, the grantor is the trustee. No. Am I, and am I saying that you, there is no such thing as a private contractual trust where the grantor was the trustee that's not what i'm saying does the foundation teach that no the foundation does not no it's it's one of the first the it is the first consideration when you're dealing with the specific type of trust that advance uh advances private wealth and um, is uh, able to take advantage of contract protections. So, it must be a non-grantor trust. A business trust is often referred to as a common law trust because it finds its basis in the common law. 
of contracting does not depend upon any statute for its existence. This raises the distinction between statutory trusts, which are those dependent upon a specific statute for their creation and construction, and common law trusts, such as a business trust described here. Most trusts formed by attorneys today are statutory in nature. This is why I tell y'all to stay away from attorneys most times. When you're dealing with trust, because they don't... They, you know, um, trust, yeah, I have no trust. They're talking about statutory trust, man. The type of trust that we deal with is not a trust. It's actually a contract. It only comes under trust law on how the income is dispersed and how the income is taxed. In all other situations, it is a contract. So te- technically, you need to go holler at contract attorneys. But who am I? I'm just some dude who's out here talking. I could be crazy in the brain. Fam, I could be insane in my brain. But most trusts formed by attorneys are statutory in nature. This also distinguishes the business trust from corporation. Quote, the right to be a corporation and to exercise corporate powers is derived from the state. The power which creates has the power to destroy. The state has the right to limit the period of existence of its creature, the corporation, to provide conditions, precedent, or subsequent by laws existing at the time of its creation or by laws subsequently passed to destroy its existence for such reasons as may seem to uh, be sufficient by the legislature. And, and you know, people are like, oh, we got a family business. That's cool. You, if it's an LLC or a corporation, all of the intellectual property, which means all of the branding, all of the logos, all of the trade secrets, all of, you know, all that stuff needs to be owned by a trust. And licensed to the corporate structure because at any time the legislature of that state can have a meeting and legislate against that entity can have a negative effect against that entity everything owned by this company that is organized by the state of Washington is owned by the state of Washington now the state of Washington effectively owns all your, 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 your trademarks your copyrights you know so on and so forth this is this is everyday um, simple stuff to people in the private, but but to people like us, it's it's in uh, or or to wealthy people more more specifically. But to people like us, this is like brand new. Like, oh man, I never thought about it like that. Yes, if you have a state created entity, the state can legislate against that entity at any time it wants in any session. There's there's multiple sessions per year. They can do it whenever they want, whenever they want. The business trust described in this article is not a creature of the state or statute. It owes its existence to the common law and constitutional right of contract. Second, in order to have a valid contract, there must be a a valid offer and acceptance of valuable consideration. People be missing this. I, you, you understand how many times I got a trust, you know what I'm saying, and I got my nine name number, and I'm like, yo, do you mind? Um, you know, sending me a copy or a PDF of the trust document you got. Yeah, no, no problem. So I'll send it to you and you can't. There's no valid offer or acceptance of valuable consideration. Two parties, two or more parties involved. It'd be they name as the grantor and they name as the trustee and they name as beneficiary. <laughs> Sam, you, you got you got took care of on that transaction, player. How much did you pay for this? How much did you call the guru right now? I can't get a hold of him. I'm just going to shoot him a text. Okay, yeah, shoot him a text and tell him exactly what just happened, what I just so- said to you, and see if they ever respond to you ever again for the rest of your life. I'm very interested. It really interests me. Real quick, we got about 
I'm going to say 30 seconds left in the broadcast. You better use them fingers. 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will be disconnected. The show, you know, boom. You got to check out the archive. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. I'm kind of in the zone. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, hey, we here, man. We're going to slide deep like a toboggan right now. Otherwise, you're going to be disconnected. You got about mm, 15 seconds. But yeah, I see his, I see his name, his signature as a grand tour, and then I see his signature as, as a trustee. Pfft. Yo, that's not two, that's new, that's not two or more parties, man. That's one party, man. That's just some unilateral dance. Why are you over here doing a unilateral dance, man? C, parties who are of legal age and competent understanding. And D, a termination date. Yummy, yummy, private contract trust I've seen where the life was a perpetual life. It was a perpetual existence, like an LLC or some corporation. <laughs> like a uh, perpetuity, a perpetual life is only a corporate characteristic in any private entity that avails itself of corporate benefits will come under and be governed or subject to corporate control. Hands, what? You think I'm playing? I'm not playing with you. Termination day. The trust may have a termination day, baby. Third, there can be no division of ownership in the trust assets. In the past, traditional business trusts were normally established with the trustee holding legal title to the trust corpus and the beneficiary holding equitable title in the form of shares of beneficial interest. But due to changes in tax laws and in order to achieve all of the desired benefits, all evidences of ownership, both legal and equitable, must reside in the trust's name or in the name of the trustee. This form of absolute ownership by the trustee or trust itself is referred to as fee simple absolute. This kind of allodial ownership enables the trustee to manage and dispose of the trust assets in whatever manner he or she wishes in keeping with the terms specified in the trust document. Remember that. However you wish, as long as you're keeping in line with the trust indenture. Furthermore, the trust must be under the administration of an independent third-party trustee. The trust is irrevocable. It is managed by the trustee who may appoint officers or agents with a federal agency. They're agents. Fourth, the business trust, like all trusts, must have beneficiaries. Some companies selling unincorporated business organizations try to tell you that their UBOs have something else. But a rose is a rose, no matter what you call it. Units or certificates of interest are still units or certificates of interest, no matter what you call them. Therefore, the receiver of any distribution of a trust is a holder of at least one unit of interest or a fractional part thereof. Always. Always beneficiaries. In the case of a business trust, the beneficiaries are the trust capital unit holders, the investors typically. And finally, fifth, the trust must avoid those corporate attributes which would cause it to be treated and taxed like a corporation under statutory provisions regulating corporations. The four corporation attributes are, one, centralized management, two, continuity of life. That's what I was talking about, per- per- perpetual existence. It's only a, that's a corporate attribute. Three, limited personal liability of trustees. And four, 
easy transferability of beneficial interest in the trust. If the trust possesses any three of these attributes, it will be treated as a corporation. As long as a business trust established to operate a business does not have the attributes of a corporation, it will not be treated or taxed like a corporation, but rather will be taxed as a 1041 complex trust. A business trust of the type described here is referred to as a pure trust or a true trust or an pure equity trust or a pure business trust. In general terms, a business trust will provide benefits and flexibility not available with other forms of business organization. As a result, it is finding some new contemporary uses. An article in the Wall Street Journal illustrates one of the many uses of a business trust. Media mogul Robert Murdoch was confronted with a legal hurdle in owning both a newspaper and a television station in the same market. He solved the problem by placing the television station into a business trust. By doing so, Mr. Murdoch divested himself of legal ownership while retaining effective control of the asset by means of conditions stipulated in the trust document. Mr. Murdoch also retained all of the benefits derived from the profitable operation of the trust since his news corporation was the trust's named beneficiary holder of its capital units. Think about it. I suggest you do. Um, I'm just going to leave you all with this. A properly designed and operated trust, business trust or otherwise, can provide the ability to control, manage, and perhaps limit both estate tax and current tax liabilities. And this is what everybody's looking for, right? Everyone, everyone. And this is, you know, we learn this plus more in trustee training. Trustees have my private mobile number. Can call me pretty much whenever they want. You know, most people are very respectful, and I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate the respect that I'm afforded and given by those that I work with, by those that I deal with. But trustees in the training here at the foundation, you know, they have my private, my cell number. And it's not a Google voice number or some sort of Wi-Fi number. No, it's an actual, it's my phone number. It's mine. It's the one in my pocket. And not only, you know, do we have the trainings every Sunday, but, you know, you trustees have access to me depending on what they're dealing with. They may be trying to open a bank account or, or title a vehicle or maybe, you know, do a deed for uh, some, some, some property or something like that. Anything of that nature. You have the ability to give me a call and talk to me live on the phone and be able to talk to me privately. Like it's just you and I on the phone versus, you know, trying to talk to me over an open line, such as, you know, you would maybe in the, the, the training call. But this is real. This is real. I don't care what you say. I don't care what your what your mother says, what your grandfather says. I don't care how much older they are. I don't know how much. I don't care. They can say, well, I've been on this planet for 75 years, and I ain't seen never, near, not a near, 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 seen no. I don't care. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about any of that. I have done the sufficient and requisite study, research, 
and due diligence as well as the specific actions that have given me ample experience to know that this trust, this private trust, this contractual entity dance is 100% real. It's not a joke. The joke's on you because most people don't know about this. That's why I can be also conspiracy theory. I've worked at this bank for 30 years and I've never heard. I've heard all of it. When I start pulling out these big law books, Supreme Court citations, start pulling case, pulling case law out of my messenger bag in the meeting, things go different. And that's the type of person I am. That's the type of educator I am. I'm hands-on. I'm not playing with you. This isn't some theory. And I read on some sort of PDF that I got from some secret bit shoot channel. And I studied it for a couple days and was like, oh, man, this is great. I could probably make some money off this. This is something I live. I live this every single day. The only personal checking accounts that I have control over are personal checking accounts of a a credit profile number or credit privacy number, CPN, man. I call it Junior. Junior got a a personal checking account. Everything else is uh, corporate and, and trust account, man. This is not a game. This this changes everything. The manager comes out and talks to you. The branch manager comes out and talks to you, says hello, and asks you if you need anything. This is a lifestyle. It changes things. You be watching videos on 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 luxury watches before you before you get through. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with you. And, and if and if you were, if you assisted, you be watching videos on luxury handbags. Why? Because once you step into this lifestyle and you get it correct and you get the finances correct, you start looking for places to put bread that will maintain its value. It's more than just gold and silver. It's more than just life insurance policies and endowments. It's, it's, it's diamonds, emeralds, pearls, classic cars, collectible art, collectible cars, collectibles. I never knew that there was, you can, you can, there's a thing called investment handbags, player, handbags, purses, man, there's, in, in, what, hold on, so you trying to tell me that I can invest in a purse, you're absolutely right, so, Mr. L, and if you, and this just went, just went off, man, just went off, I means I can put, I can grab a handbag, bro, for six grand and hold it on some speculative stuff and then sell it in a year for eight grand or 10 grand man or buy a handbag a purse man for four thousand dollars use it for two years and then sell it for four thousand dollars same thing with luxury watches we got gold we got silver we got the life insurance policy we got endowments you know we got money making money you know the family business is doing well you know the corporation the llc is doing well you know look where, where else are we gonna put this money Start getting family heirlooms and things, man. Start looking at things. Start, start looking at things different. This is one percent information, hands down. Now, there's a responsibility on you. You obtain the information. You must comprehend the information. 
then you must take action with the information. But as far as getting the information, I got you. Hands down. No problem. Email me. I mean, I welcome to the foundation.com. Say, look, I want to get into trustee training. Trustee training opens up the doors, opens up the floodgates. It includes, you know, trust administration. It includes business trust, asset trust, family trust. You got the Sunday trainings. You got my private phone number. You got your long forms, which is private. You got your short forms, which you use to evidence the existence of the private contract. You got the physical trust manual that you go through, you know, on the trainings. It includes if you want to start an LLC, you want to start a corporation, you want to start your business, uh, credit profile, all that stuff. It's just including the trustee training, all of it. You want to learn about endowments. You want to learn about private family banking. Well, uh, you want to learn about life insurance policies with cash value, uh, with the with the heavy death benefit, with the with the with the with the heavy riders. Private family foundations, taxes and entities. Look, man. This is the foundation. From from here, the sky is the limit. The cloud is the limit. That star over there is the limit. But it's not up to me. It's up to you. So if you're interested, you got any questions, email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Say, so, I'm interested in trustee training. Be prepared because it's not cheap. Ain't no bubble gum. You ain't going to put a couple quarters in a bubble gum machine and do three turns and think you want to, you know, hey. The things that are worth it, things that that the true and real things that you want and need are worth the sacrifice. You don't have to make that investment, whether it's energetic or fiat currency or some sort of value, somehow, some kind of value is going to be exchanged. That's the requirement. But it is what it is. And the power is in the application of knowledge. Where is that knowledge? It's in trustee training. What about the knowledge with the five necessary aspects of a business trust? I will email you that knowledge for free. Just email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. So you, got, you don't have to say anything. Don't say hi. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to be cordial. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to be respectful. You can just say show document 915. Show document 915. That's the minimum. If you don't have that for minimum, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to put it in the trash because you didn't even say hi. <laughs> and you didn't even get the minimum right. Well, that's it. Five necessary aspects of a business trust. Believe it or not, it is what it is. If you're interested in that document, just shoot me an email. Like I said, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you're interested in any of the offerings that we have, check out welcome to the foundation.com. If you're interested in trustee training, which you cannot get information for nor sign up for on the website, you have to go through me personally. I either got to talk to you or read some of your emails. I got I to gotta read the words that you, I got to read, I got to feel your energy, man. Because there's been plenty of people I'll be like, no, nah, it's not for you. How you going to tell me what kind of business you run? It's not a business, man. This is private. It's actually a, a charity, but the charity is run, you know, in the way that it's run. It's privately, but it's definitely foundation is not a business. So, you know, if, you, if your spirit ain't right, if your mind ain't right, you, you may get turned away or, you know, be said to wait for a second. It is what it is. But yeah, if you're interested, email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com, you know, trustee training, maybe just book a consultation, get your feel, feel it out. But, um, you know, we doing this dance over here. And, uh, you know, people's lives are changing. And, you know, this is what we 
foundation's in its fifth year. We're over five years right now in the foundation. And there's plenty of people who will tell you, like, yo, this stuff over here, this trusty training stuff was so, it changed my life. Plenty of people say that at this point. But, you know, I'm not that type. I'm not the type to, hey, man, will you leave a review on the website, please? Like, there's no spot for a review on the website. So, no. It's not even like that. Because I know what it is. And those of those who know, they know. Those who don't, eh, it is what it is. Go get a Sprite or something, man. Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> I'm just playing. But that's, that's it for the show, yo. You know? I trust that you, uh, you, hey. I trust, at the very least, I trust there was a point at which you smiled and was like, this dude's stupid. Because I am. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. But I'm very intelligent. Dumb, smart. Smart, dumb, whatever it is. At the very least, I hope you smiled. I hope you smiled. I also trust that you learned something. You know, I'm going to jump to the phone lines for a second, something I usually don't do. Because I'm in a good mood. I want no games on my phone though. I don't like I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> I don't like people playing on my on my high high frequency switchboard, man. I'm playing no games, man. But you got a comment, you got a question, you want to chop it up, man? Just you know, press one. I'll take at least one call, man. Wait, ooh, look at this! Wow. Well, hello to y'all then. It's a few of y'all. What's man? Y'all ain't got nothing better to do. Which is life? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing with y'all. Hopefully you do eventually. But I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I'm just I'm just messing around. Don't let me look at gift horse in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me do this dance. Let me check out our phone. Let me do randomly. I wish there was a program that we could randomly choose one of y'all. Let me do this one. Seven seven zero area code. That's Chicago or something? 770-0509. I got you. Peace, peace. 770-0509. Peace. What's, what's your name? Where you calling from? This is Robert. Robert Stovall. Calling from Orlando, Florida at the moment. Oh, what's up, man? Peace. Uh, How you doing? Lovely, lovely. I did smile. I don't know if anybody else smiled, but I smiled. I enjoyed the show. I laughed a couple times too. <laughs> oh, great, great, uh, great! I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> At least it wasn't just yeah, me laughing. I, yeah, nah, nah, not because you was laughing, but but good information and good good entertainment for possibly entertainment purposes. You know, some of us may consider this to be entertainment, but uh, I really just wanted to, to come on. And, and say peace first off all the listeners everybody wherever y'all listening from peace all the trustees and training uh this thing is real i just wanted to say a couple points real quick this is about my bedtime uh it's a lot going on in the world right now man i don't know how many of y'all are paying attention watching listening looking obviously if you're listening to the show you have an idea of what's going on what's coming but now is not a time for procrastination at all. Now is the time to be diligent. Now is the time to be putting forth some action. Because if you are not taking the necessary steps to protect yourself and your family, there's some major changes that's coming, man. In a lot of ways, uh, besides the poke poke, you know, but just with these finances, with what our current president of the United States of America is proposing 
uh, you know, there's there's a lot of changes coming down, man. And I would just, you know, me speaking from personal experience, this thing is real. I am in trustee training. I honestly did not even know what it was that I was getting myself into. I just knew that it was something that I needed to do, and it took me quite some time to come to an understanding of what it was and for me to apply myself to it. So I'm encouraging any of you who are considering, you know, reaching out to do so. It's in most of us to be this way, I think. I think uh, a lot of us, you know, knew without really knowing. You know, you just look and know something's up and something's wrong and that you got to do something about it. So I'm encouraging you to take action. Um, Secondly, I wanted to say that this thing is real. That's the other thing I wanted to say. Uh, never hearing about it or not knowing about it and coming into the knowledge of, you know, there could be some apprehensiveness, there could be some fear, you know, there could be some things that may cause you to pause, you know, but um, time is not on our side right now, y'all. So I'm one of those people that watches and listens and paying attention, man, and it's just a lot going on right now. And I just wanted to say that we don't have time that we got to be diligent. That's that's what my point is. We do not have time, and we got to be diligent. Got to keep pushing. Got to keep pressing towards the mark. So on that note, I'm going to let some of these other callers get in. I know when you tell them to hit one and they don't know that switchboard light up, I appreciate the love, family. I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you personally. You know, we appreciate you and the foundation. Shouts out to Uncle Youssef. You know, thank you for all you do as well. And, um, yeah, man, y'all keep studying. Y'all y'all continue to invest in your private education, whether it be with the foundation or some other institution, because it's critical. It's important, very important. So, yeah, that's all I got. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you calling in, brother. And, uh, you know, with being honest and, and being candid, you know, as far as, you know, you, you being a trustee and training here at the foundation and not really knowing the value at first, but then, you know, realizing the value and, you know, admitting that, you know, you, you weren't, you weren't focused at first, but you, you had to, you had to uh, get focused and, you know, um, sometimes, you know, it's good, it's good to hear from people that, you know, it's not all, you know, easy peasy and, you know, there are, um, um, certain challenges that come along with, you know, not only uh, digesting this information but applying it. So, I, you know, I appreciate you being honest and candid right there, man. That was that was some real stuff. Thank you. It's always love, family. It's always love. I appreciate you. And we will be in touch. You already know. Peace, peace to all the listeners, man. And thank you again. So, thank you. I, I, I appreciate you. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you. Peace. Yeah, he had y'all shook. You thought I was going to take more callers, didn't you? No. I am not. I appreciate, respect, and love all of you in the switchboard who pushed, who uh, pressed one. But, you know, I used to take all the calls, man. And then just got to a point where I was like, man, I'm trying to get a body here. I just gave y'all everything I had, you know. Um... Suffice it to say, these these shows take take something out of me, you know. Not a, I wouldn't say a lot, but you know that it's not just it's not just me, you know, 
It's not like walking and chewing bubble gum. How about that? But, you know, it's something I enjoy it's as as well as it may, may not seem as though lately it's something I enjoy as well as it's it's a calling. You know, I, I can acknowledge that. You know, this is a calling. So, uh, you know, found it, whatever, whatever. I mean, how many people... How many? How many else? How many other people are on high frequency? Uh, teaching, teaching people, man. You know, this is I. I, I really respect and honor, um, and and have have humility for the position that I'm in. You know, as far as you know, so L. I, I really, I'm really humbled by that, and I, I don't take it lightly. And I appreciate y'all. And when I say I love y'all, I'm not playing. It's not a joke. It's not to sound cool or sound good or, or, or sound woke or anything silly or ridiculous. I understand that you are me and I am you, you know, and anything that you go through could be something I'm going through and vice versa. And, you know, um, it's, it's just one of those things. You know, I understand and recognize the connection that we all have to each other. You know, the connection that we have to nature, uh, more specifically, you know, to natural things. And, you know, beyond... All of the what you would call the fluff, I guess, or the the commentary provided by uh, PR companies in in 100% honesty. You know, I, I tried that success dance. I did it. You know, and uh, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And you know, I was left very. Uh, wanting, wanting, you know, very depleted emotionally. It just, it wasn't that dance. So you know, helping myself was dope, but helping everyone else and helping a lot of people was is is, is wonderful. This is a marvelous luxuriousness, and you know, it's an it's it's a pleasure and it's an honor to be here. It really is. So I love y'all. I really do. Y'all, the reason why I do this, man. I'm telling you, you have no idea. Um, yeah, I get I get frustrated like the next man. You know, sometimes I get frustrated. Sometimes, you know, I, I falter and I come up short. But I put everything that I can into Soul I put everything and more into the foundation. And you know, I, I put everything that that I have in me into High Frequency Radio Network. So you know, I hope I, I trust that you know whether it's rec- recognized or not. I trust that it's appreciated and that it serves its purpose, which is to raise the the, the level of knowledge, to raise the awareness and to raise the, the, the amount of information that is foundational in our communities, like the, the bare minimum. Let's raise that up. What's the bar? Let's raise the bar, the minimum. What are 12-year-olds talking about? I'll tell you this, I got a 15-year-old that will have a very succinct, mature, and um, sophisticated conversation with you about estate, trusts, and finance. And I think that is the new foundation. So not only do I talk it, I walk it. And, you know, I do everything that I can in my power, in my human power, to assist you in walking it as well. And that's why, you know, we do what we do over here. That's why you see what you see and what you see is what you get. No, there's no there's no fluff, no marketing over here. I hate marketing. 
I don't like it. Trust, uh, what was it? Facebook was like one of the Facebook. What was it? Instagram post was doing really well, and it was like it's doing well better than any other post. We're gonna give you free twenty dollars. I was like, ah, whatever. I clicked on it. It was like you gotta add your your debit card or credit card. And I was like, nah, man, I'm cool. <laughs> I don't even like marketing, let alone enough to give up some information, man. I'm private. I ain't got time for that thing. But when it comes down to it, it's all about what you know. But that's not the case. What comes down to it, it's half about what you know, and the other half is about what you do. So I will continue to be so L, the seeker of truth, so I can be the speaker of truth. So that I can assist you in your 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 goal of acquiring what you know of the what you know part. Let me help you with that. I got no problem with that. That's that's where I got it. But the what you do part is 100% on you. But I know that the fear and the hesitancy dissipates when you have the proper knowledge and comprehension required to meet not only your goals but also to surpass them and figure out what's next really so with that being said if you're interested in trustee training admin at welcome to the foundation.com I appreciate y'all checking out the show, The Foundation, Five Necessary Aspects of a Business Trust. If you're interested in the document that I was referencing this show, just email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Put in document, no, show document 915. That's the minimum. I will ignore it. If you already emailed and that you don't have that minimum, email again with the minimum. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to ignore you. I got a lot of things to do. I got a lot of things to do. Just please I need the minimum Because you know I get emails all the time Referencing documents There's been many shows that I've done Where I reference documents And there's going to be a lot of times in the future Where people are listening to archive shows And they're trying to get their hands on a document And there's so many times I get an email that doesn't have a date And if you don't have the date I don't know what you're talking about So that's what I'm telling you Put 915 Show, show document 915 I'll hook you up Main reason why I do this is, you know, I believe in you. And the the main way, the the main way I'm able to believe in you seriously and um realistically is because I believe in myself. And if I could reach into my in my heart or into my mind and pull out the things the characteristics the the disciplines that I believe that attributed to my successes in my life and and pull out the lessons that I learned from my failures in life that would best help you to achieve what you wanted tomorrow or within the next week or two I would definitely do that but it doesn't work like that. How it works is each one must not only work for, but also claim their own. You can work you can work for the whole summer, save up your money for a car, go buy the car. And if you don't walk up there and claim the car and drive off with it, it was a waste. 100%. 
And that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to help those who are looking to claim not only change their life, change their circumstances, but claim their benefits. I ain't talking about state benefits or federal benefits. I'm talking about monetary, spiritual, and emotional benefits for real. Spiritual benefits when it comes to your lineage, when it comes to your progeny, when it comes to your heirs, when it comes to your family line. These benefits are not exalted in the public. You don't see commercials talking about, hey, did you uh, respect your family lineage today? But it is what it is, whether you see it or not. And trust administration, being a steward of the wealth that you create on this earth while you're here and creating the structures so that your heirs can be the stewards of your wealth and add their wealth to it and create a multi-generational family wealth system and situation is a very noble noble endeavor and you know I made it you know my life's work to not only do that myself but assist those to do it themselves and for their family but I believe in you I really do because I believe in myself and it takes you believing in yourself to even try to do something to even try if you don't believe in yourself you think you're going to fail people are going to laugh at you ain't never going to do it but the biggest part is believing in yourself even when no one else does and trying even if you really believe you're going to fail that's the first step so even if you don't believe in yourself I believe in you and I trust that after you know you, you listen to enough of these episodes you get enough information you have enough comprehension that you believe to believe uh, you begin to believe in yourself and if I can be just a small catalyst or, or a portion of the impetus for you to begin to believe in yourself that's all I that's all I ask for so with that being said, I trust you learned something from the five necessary aspects of a business trust. As I said, my, my name is Sot L. Um, I am the host of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. And it is always and will always be my pleasure to meet you here on the foundation. And you know, let's discuss these things and learn these things and be cool with being nerds. But with that being said, I trust y'all have a great week. But you take care of yourself and you take care of those around you because those people around you are you as well. And there's, regardless if you believe it or not, there's an effect on you, on your psyche, when you see those around you suffering, especially those that you care about. So do something about it. But take care of yourself. Sometimes in ways that you only know how. Learn the ways to take care of yourself and do it because that is your responsibility. But I say most importantly, enjoy yourself. Life is fleeting, life is beautiful, life is complicated, life is ugly, life is gorgeous, life is luxurious. Enjoy yourself, you know, stop sometimes, take a couple breaths, and enjoy this, this, this thing called life. Enjoy the, the, the sway of the leaves and the breeze in the day, on your lunch break, even if you just got cussed out. Doesn't matter, look at that. That's a beautiful and gorgeous thing. And enjoy the relationships and the people around you. 
And be nice Not only to others but to yourself And as I always say Make sure that you say 10 things that you're thankful for Before you go to sleep tonight and every night As it is important And with that being said Y'all have a great week I will catch you next week The same Frequency, the hottest radio network on the planet, high frequency radio network. My, like I said, my name is So L. That's So L, Seeker of Truth L, Sot, S O T, Sot, not Sot. It's cool though. You can call me Sot. I'm on trip. It's cool. As I said, the hottest radio network on the planet, high frequency radio network. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.